Hello and welcome to episode 202 of the Stardcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, you and joined today by my fellow gamers, Brody. Yo. And James. Good morning or evening. <laughs> or whatever you want. Uh, James, Very much where, where are we at with Resident Evil 3? Are the, the pre-orders all put in place? Um, no, I'm not anywhere yet. I haven't even put my money down. Like, what kind of fan am I? Um, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm just waiting to see because they're only like, the collector's edition is only in America so far. So like, uh-huh. you know, what gives? Um, did you, did you put a pre-order down on like at the no, American I'm just, store or something? I'm taking, or? No, I'm taking a risk and just waiting for a local one or something. So, mm, okay. yeah, I don't know. Now that you've said that though, you've put doubt in my mind I think about that. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the case, though, that other territories get collections that we don't get, right? And you, if you want it, you have to kind of import it from elsewhere. Yeah, but the one that we got for two was the same price as the American one, but had more stuff in it. So, like... Ah, uh, okay. I don't know, I'm just waiting. And it, it did take a while last time to, like, trickle down to Australia. So, we'll see. Didn't you, didn't you order a typewriter from Japan? No, I was... Edition? Remember, I wanted to get it, but it was, like, $2,000. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was that, like, oh, that might James, be a bit much. <laughs> you're an adult now. <laughs> uh, well, it was the Game Awards today, so we decided we'd hold the um, the podcast back a little bit so we could talk about everything that happened during the Game Awards, all the announcements, etc. Uh, Brody, I take it you watched the show today or have you caught up on it afterwards? I've just managed to catch up uh, personally. Yeah, I, I didn't really get... I tried to um, do the sneaky, have my phone under my computer monitor at work sort of thing, but I... Yeah. I was just getting distracted, and I had a lot of work to do, so I thought it best just to uh, catch up later, and I have since caught up, so yeah, there was a lot to take in. It was actually a pretty big show, really. Yeah, it was. I, I don't know if it was quite as big as I thought it was going to be. There was nothing really kind of show-stopping for me, although I was, it, I was like very surprised to see um, Xbox kind of take take the lead um, so early in the show. I thought that set it up really quite nicely. Um, yeah, there was a, there was a few maybe omissions that I thought might show up, but mm. yeah, but uh, all in all, I think there was some pretty cool stuff to see. Yeah, for sure. Well, how about we, we start with the winners of the awards first, uh, and we'll sure. kind of, we'll rattle through some of those, kind of share anything that surprised us, maybe anything we're happy to see there. Um, I, for one, am super stoked that um, Apex Legends got best multiplayer game, uh, and that Crash Team Racing got best sports slash racing game. Um, they were a couple <laughs> such of a personal s- personal picks for me that I was stoked to see there. Uh, such James, a stupid sorry. Uh, category. I was just say such a stupid category. Sports slash racing. Sports slash racing. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they just. Uh, it's almost like there's not enough of them. They trying to get them lumped in together. Yeah, and I feel like even that the list of them this year that were kind of nominated isn't anything like particularly exciting as well. Really, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, James, was there anything that you were surprised about when it came to the the award recipients of the night? Um, I think, I think I was genuinely surprised that best fighting game was Smash Bros. over Mortal Kombat. Um, oh, really? I yeah, I don't know. I just thought like, like uh, then when I think about it, I don't know. Now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe not. Yeah, I take that back. Um, <laughs> the, the only. Smash guess, is like, just yeah, like such a, a, a an, it's, it's an ultimate collection, right? There's just so is, much yeah. content and it's packed like into a the bigger, game. A, it's much, much bigger audience, I guess, than say like the R-rated Mortal Kombat. Potentially, but, um, yeah. I guess the one that I said just before we went to air that I was really shocked kind, kind of by was best audio design went to um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, 
Just because, like, not so much that COD was bad, even though you and you probably have something to say about why it was, but, like, <laughs> I just feel like the other games, like Control, Death Stranding, even Gears, like, and Resi 2, and yeah, even, see, like, all those other games in the category, Sekiro as well, yeah. um, just all had <laughs> such better audio design, like, in yeah, so many different aspects. Like, it really a, shocked me that tough COD one. took that one. It's a tough one. Like, I know they put a lot of effort into to Call of Duty, into their games, much the same they do in Battlefield as well, to make sure, regardless of which environment you're in, the the, bullet, the gunfire, like, matches the room you're in. And, you know, if it's hitting a car, it sounds different to what hitting, you know, a wooden wall sounds like, right? But I feel like they've made so many of these games now that, that it's kind of just a bit repetitive like surely there's kind of assets that they can pull back from from previous games um and it's kind of nothing kind of all that revolutionary whereas i feel like control for instance had those kind of cool like kind of sucky sound effects to sort of whoosh when you're pushing it closer yeah and you're walking around the whole time and there's people whispering in your ears you hear like all of the the hiss kind of chatting away um I thought, yeah, I thought Control did some really cool stuff with its sound design. Um, and likewise, I thought, yeah, Death Stranding also had really kind of cool sound that was very strongly integrated with its gameplay too. Um, and, you know, you, you were if you were forced to, like, look at the screen and study cues on there, but also listen to sound cues as well, um, I thought that was quite an achievement too in two games that just did something a bit different. I imagine the Resident Evil sound effects are pretty good too. Are they nice and wet? Much like yeah, the like nice, like <laughs> kind of like wet meat kind of sounds. Um, Delicious. But yeah, like I jumped back into that today for a few seconds just to get the new stuff they've added. And like I don't know, uh-huh. I just kind of was like, this game was like obviously I'm a little bit biased, but I was like, this game was totally robbed. Like didn't get one award. Um, but I just feel like this is probably maybe the award that it deserved, besides Control, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you look at when you look at the field at the end of the year, it actually is pretty competitive. Um, and I know we yeah. kind of maybe poo-pooed the year a bit for not really having anything that's kind of a showstopper. But I guess in a way that kind of makes it a bit more interesting because you can make a case for any of these games really um, as to why they might have been worthy for for each award. Um, yeah, it's kind of very much an each of their own sort of thing. What about yourself, Brady? Was there anything that anything that surprised you? Anything that you were excited to see awarded? Um, as far as a surprise perspective goes, uh, I guess, though I haven't played it, I was a little surprised that Sekiro got Game of the Year. Yeah. Not because, not because you know, that it's not a astounding game from all reports it is, but it wasn't really in many conversations. Like, it was all, we'll control, get it, you know, we'll, some people saying the Outer Worlds, but I, the, I think the only person I heard say Sekiro was Steven. Mm. So um, that was sort that of a means. bit of a surprise. <laughs> exactly, it, it, it's it's a lock. So um, <laughs> yeah, no um, yeah, but uh, so that was a bit of a surprise. But um, like I said, it's pr- obviously very worthy. They're all very good games. Um, I was happy to see uh, as a big Death Stranding nerd, I was happy to see Mads Mikkelsen uh yep. receive an award for best performance because yep. he just. He crushed it as Cliff in that game, and um, he got best score in music as well, and best game direction too, which makes sense, yeah. kind of given just how visible Kojima is as a director, I suppose. Yeah, true, true. I was a bit surprised that um, Fortnite got best ongoing game as well. Like, I didn't think they had done much this year. Like, you know, they like they reinvented the game essentially, but not 
I think they have. Like, there's always new content rolling out for for Fortnite. Like every every you week, could, there's a change, but it's very kind of. You could argue that of all of those games, though. Yeah, you could. You could. I mean, Destiny obviously kind of does its, I feel like its Fortnite, own thing, like, and it's got like, a, a pattern to it. I don't play f- any of those games regularly, but Fortnite was kind of the big one with the when it, when it just all disappeared for like a few days. Yeah. Um, yeah, for like, sure. And I know that that doesn't mean necessarily it makes it the best one, but I feel like that's probably going to be the one that most True. people will remember when they're picking a game from those. Yeah. And I, I thought it was... Um, oh, sorry. I was going to say, I thought it was pretty impressive that um, though it wasn't nominated at all for, like, Game of the Year, like, it was... I think it was nominated in one category, but, like, uh, the Player's Voice Award sort of went to Fire Emblem, which mm. a lot of people uh, tended to think that that got a bit uh, sort of a bad rap and... It was a bit uh, underappreciated by the people who nominated uh, yeah. this year. So it so picked up the strategy game too, which was yeah. maybe a little bit odd. Like I don't know how much of a strategy game it really is. I don't I think know. It's entirely. I think it's entirely a strategy game. What? Do you mean? Strategy what? Game? You would, what? <laughs> it is a strategy game. Is oh, it? you're gonna have to edit that, you and that. That's a mare. You better chuck it on. <laughs> Wait, oh, I've no. not. I've not played Fire Emblem. Like I thought it was an like RPG. Oh it's no, like it's definitely thing. it's like SRPG first, like hundred percent. It's like so. What? Yeah. The, what's the strategy element to it? The gameplay, the, the, <laughs> like the combat. Yeah, like, and like yeah, like is it? It's just turn based combat, though, isn't it? It's turn based. Like it's kind of like well, so. Yeah. So is, so is Wargroove and like some of the other games nominated. Yeah, but you that's still strategy. Pokemon is a strategy game. You just argue that anything strategy in that case, though. When no, I think strategy no, games, I'm thinking no. Age of Empires, I'm thinking Civ, I'm oh. thinking Anno, those kind of games. No. That are also on that list. No, Fireball's definitely Semantics. strategy. The latest games have definitely added more RPG kind of shit, but, like, it's definitely a strategy game. 100%. All right. 100%. All right. 100%. Cool. And I hate 100. it, Ewan. Like, I'm, I'm the first to be like, no, don't give it anything. But it's definitely like a strategy series. I was, I was honestly just querying it. They are not games that I've ever played. I was just right. querying it. Hey, guys, it's Ewan here. How are you doing? I'm just listening back to this podcast and uh, and editing it. And um, I want to retract that statement. I just looked back at some Fire Emblem Three Houses gameplay. It's definitely a strategy game. I had that all wrong. I really should play the Fire Emblem games. Maybe I'd enjoy them. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. But one thing's for sure. It's definitely a strategy game. Anyhow, back to the show. I was going to say, um, like, this is the first year where I've finished every single game of the year game before it's come before the awards have oh, started. Oh, well done. Um, so, like, I was also a little bit surprised with Sekiro. Yeah. Because um, I just feel like once I finished it, like, I'd never really thought about it again. Whereas, like, Control, Death Stranding, I still think about quite a bit. Mm. Um, obviously, I think that too. just... That, that appeals to our strange brain that likes abstract storytelling. Yeah, but I think. like, we're also like normal people too, I swear. In a um, way. <laughs> I'm happy are... I'm happy that like DMC5 got a nod, like got best action game. I think that's really cool. Um, just because I know that that game was in the works for like a good five years and stuff and they weren't sure it was going to be good or not. And then it freaking beat like COD and Gears and Metro. But then I guess that also speaks to how shit that category is. In, like, the fact that it's in the same category as all those, like, shooters. I don't know. That seems a bit weird mm. to me. Don't you guys reckon? Did anybody yeah. uh, play Call of Duty on the mobile? I did play a little bit of it. And no. to be fair, it is very technically impressive. Like, it, okay. it runs and say, looks it's, very it's, well. It, it's among some very good games there that it's beat. Yeah, it did, ca- it did catch me by surprise that it won, uh, in all honesty. I thought Sayonara or the Golf might have had a really good shout, um, given yeah, the, given the conversations so that surrounded them. 
Um, yeah, and just it's, and the fact just that the it's, noise it's I was kind making. of like critic led when it comes to the votes as well. I thought something a bit more kind of quirkier might have had a more opportunity in the Call mm. of Duty Mobile. Like I can't imagine a terrible amount of critics really sinking much time into that. To be honest, um, but yeah, in fairness, it is like a, a really impressive technical achievement. So it's it's yeah probably worth a shout. Um, how was how was the Outer Worlds, James? I didn't realize you had played that. Oh, yeah, no, I think it was good, but it's very, like, just there. It's not... Uh, it it blew me away at the beginning, uh-huh. and then as you start playing it more, more and more and more, yeah. you kind of just think, oh, yeah, it's 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 good. Like, obviously, like, artistically, it's great, uh-huh. but, like, it does just kind of feel like another Fallout sure. um, to me. Yeah. That That's obviously, like, how I feel, but and I'm sure some people feel probably the same. And I'm sure, um, I'm sure yeah, some people like, think, Whoa. oh, hey, another Fallout, this is great. Especially given yeah, the lack um, of <laughs> fallouts for people to be excited about in recent years. Yeah, 100%. That also probably helps mm. too. Um, has anybody here played Disco Elysium? Though? No, but I think I've got no. to get onto it pronto. Yeah, I yeah. Was, I'm waiting for like a console release of some sort. I don't know if that's actually happening or not. Because um, I've heard good things. And obviously it got three awards, I think, this Yeah, time so it won Best around? Narrative. Yeah. Um, just double checking now. Uh, also got nuts. best independent game um, and best role playing game. Yeah, yeah. And to, to get best role playing yeah. game, it's beaten out Final Fantasy fourteen, Kingdom Hearts three, Monster Hunter World, Iceborne, and The Outer Worlds. Um, like that's nuts is, yeah. to me. But that's really cool. I'm really happy for like that team and stuff. Like, so, so sorry. It also uh, got it's a fourth. It also got um, fresh indie game. The oh, studio won best. Yeah. yeah, fresh indie game. Yeah. It's uh, set for a uh, PS4 and Xbox One release next year. There we year. go. And then the only other thing I noticed, how good would you guys feel if you were Nintendo and walking into the best family game category? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's the, most, the least stress-free situation you could ever put yeah. yourself in. I think when, when I was watching at work. One of the, one of the benefits of, of working for a game developer is that, uh, that you're, all, you're all pretty comfortable putting this on the, the office TV. Um, and this came on and we're like, oh, hey, look, it's the award for the most Nintendo Nintendo game. It just felt <laughs> very much, very much, uh, yeah, just a, a show for Nintendo. Ringford Adventure. Have you played Ringford Adventure, James? Uh, I've bought it, but I don't have the mental willpower to play it <laughs> yet. I remember Shannon it's, talking I about it. I opened it the really other day as well. That's progress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what about the, the announcements then? There was obviously a ton of games and trailers that were revealed. Um, a console console hardware as well. Uh, Brody, what, what stood out to you out of the, the list of announcements? Um, yeah, having just sifted through them, there's a few that stick out. Obviously... As me and James can probably both admit, we're both Xbox uh, loyal uh-huh. people, um, and so I was pretty impressed with. Uh, oh no, I don't know. No, oh, impressed is not the word. I was excited, I guess, to see the um, the new Xbox sort of revealed, and of course all the discourse that followed. Uh, all the people <laughs> saying it looks like a bin, and I'm like, yeah, cool, hot take. So you you um, like the design of it, yeah? I have no strong feelings one way or the other. I mean. I assume many people much smarter than me designed it for a reason. Like they designed it like that for a reason. I assume it has a lot to do with airflow. Um, but you know, I'm just gonna assume that they know what they're doing, and I'll just put it on my TV unit, and it all be sweet. So um, no, I have no real 
hard feelings about okay. how it looks. I so think yeah, it's fine. The, the criticisms of it looking like a bin or a PC tower, something like that. They, I mean, so what if it looks like a PC tower? I mean, an Xbox has pretty much been a PC yeah. for like the last <laughs> generation. So um, no, I, I, th- I think it's fine. Like it, it, I just wonder. I wonder if it'll be able to go horizontal because. Um, that's because of the disc slot. It's sort of like vertical. It's a bit strange in that sense. But, yeah, um, I'd hope it'd be able to go horizontal. I feel like some people might have like home theater that's to setups scale, that's... that uh, might not accommodate something that that's that tall. <laughs> you said the bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, Especially scale, if you need that's, clearance um, at the top of it f- to allow for the hot air to vent out. Um, yeah, it's like three controllers high probably. So it's it's, it's yeah. decent. Um, yeah, and so, it's like, sort of aside from the hardware, like, there was some pretty tasty stuff ex- uh, revealed, like, Senua's Saga, like, Hellblade 2, that was mm. huge. Looks amazing. Like, I, I saw Ninja Theory pop up, and I thought, oh, cool, trailer for Bleeding Edge, and then I was like, hang yeah, on, yeah. hang on a second. <laughs> I feel like we talked all like, that not, not that long ago as well about them potentially working on, oh, yeah, two games simultaneously. Um, yeah, and I think we, I think at the time we sort of wrote it off, we didn't think it would be likely, so shows what yeah. we know. But um, aside from that, I think the only other thing that sort of... I mean, I, I know I'm not excited for the game itself, but that Dungeons & Dragons game, that had a pretty cool trailer, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. Um, oh, I'm just flicking through. What do we got? Ghost of Tsushima looks really cool. Yep. Gears Tactic looks interesting. Uh, Wolf Among Us 2? Yes, that cool. was probably the one That's I was most excited for. I, yeah, so I don't know how this came I about. I want to I'm, know... I don't, like, yeah, I, I want to know the story behind it. I'm, I honestly like can't remember where we were at with Telltale, because um, obviously they closed down. Like but bit. then there was talk of some like investors coming along and kind of propping them up again, or, or at least like I think it's like a little bit dodge. The I think it's like the name, but different people. Yeah, because I, 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 I know they were going to get like Skybound to work on. So was it was I the think game issues because. Already they haven't got their original people back. Like those people still have lost their jobs. I think I could be wrong. Yeah. I shouldn't say anything. But so yeah, I'd like to know more about the situation before I uh, get really excited about it because it could still be a pretty dark situation. Yeah. But, um, and and the only other game that I thought that looked really interesting was um Sons of the Forest. Mm. So that's got me um it's got me pretty keen. I don't I don't know what it is. I've never played the right, forest, okay. so I don't know if it if it's necessarily a narrative sort of thing or if it's more. Uh, one of those just surviving a forest for as long as you can sort of things, but um, no, yeah, there's no, a plot. Is there? Well, there's oh, a cool. plot in well, the I'm original in. one, so uh, I would hope. Yeah, I've heard really play. good things about the, it. The as sequel well. has it. Um, I was also intrigued by Weird West as well from the uh from from oh uh, yeah uh, members of the team between Prey and, and Dishonored. Um, basically anyone with that sort of caliber going to work with Devolver <laughs> excites me because uh, you often get so many kind of quirky games. Uh, quirky experimental yeah, games so, published by them yeah it says the developer is like is it Warfire? like what did they do on Prey and Dishonored or is it members I don't know, of yeah, so like Raph started Raph, Raphael the guy who's I think leading this studio he was the creative director or creative producer or something for Prey mm-hmm. at Arcane ah sweet and um, yeah, Dishonored yeah, right, obviously cool, cool. so he's like left them but made his own studio so sure. it's like yeah different different right. team but he's, the, he's I guess yeah, the mind cool. behind it mm. so and it's Devolver, so that tickles my uh, uh, D-spot. <laughs> um, cycling back to the, the Xbox as well, what did you guys make of the yeah. name of it? If you missed um, it, it was the Xbox <laughs> yeah. Series X, it's called. Look, uh, Xbox have always been... Not always. Like, Xbox was pretty standard. 360 was pretty good. 
And then after that, you know, it sort of the wheels yeah, fell off just a bit. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Their branding is so strange. Like, really I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it'll I, I, like. I think that it will make sense. Um, like if the the rumors are to be believed, like there's three different types, Ooh, or something, XYZ. or like two different skews or yeah. something. So maybe like the, when they all come out, they're gonna have like names that make right. sense with so each that, other. So like the C- series X um, really refers to like a line of products rather than one particular console. Or even like Xbox series, I don't know, is a line. Yeah. I, that's my guess. Like I don't know. Um but yeah, the name is I think like I was just going back to what we were talking about with the box. I think the box is fine. Like uh-huh. Who cares what it looks like? Like the Pro's hideous, but it's a good console. The um, the PlayStation Pro. But it's hideous. Do you think it's good? <laughs> um, I have grown to like it. I mean, admittedly, I've got oh, one of the right. like, translucent blue ones. Um, but I suppose it is a bit of a sandwich, really, isn't it? It's kind of a, a lopsided I don't know. I sandwich. just don't... I've never thought it's... I actually thought... I thought this last gen, like, all the consoles look like shit in terms of design. I think the new... The, um, the One X and the One S both look really nice. But only because they're so, they're so yeah, minimalist, yeah. really. The yeah. One S more, so I think I think the X is just it's really meaty, it's really big. <laughs> I just but, think, um No the yeah. X is smaller than the S. Is that true? Yeah, it oh, is. It's just go. heavier. Um oh. but the, the series Chunker. X. Like I just think that's I don't know, I think it's cool you could like chuck it in your bag really easily. Because <laughs> it's like it's like tall and thin. I don't yeah, know. I, I like, like that. the the different um, shape too. But too. I, I agree it's really it's really weird and it's like it's a bit I mean I, I think like Phil said in, in inter- the interview, GameSpot got to do an interview yeah. with him before it got revealed, which would have been so mm. cool. But um, the, he he said like I didn't really he wanted to do function first then form like just do like the best thing you can and then we'll build a console around that rather yeah. than decide it has to be a rectangle and then like limit what you want to do because it has to be a rectangle. Yeah. You know, I think that's really yeah, cool. I think that is really um, cool. I, that that yeah, seems and that to makes sense because like, the console in general is like we're just cramming as much power into this thing as we possibly can. Yeah, it's like it's four times as powerful as the One X. Yeah, so, like it's it's gonna that thing's gonna like, heat. To be able to just, like so, suspend like, two games simultaneously just seems so extravagant. But <laughs> I'm down for it. Now we just need the PlayStation Five to be like an orb, like a sphere. Oh, and we're good. <laughs> and you can sit it on top of your Xbox Series X or somehow it just like floats in the concave. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I actually really dig the concave on the top with a sort of green glow through it. I think that looks really, really neat. Um, it reminds me of um, like the monoliths <laughs> from um, like uh, 2001: Space, Space Odyssey or Odyssey? something like that. Yeah. Or yeah, like, I don't know why they didn't call it the Xbox like... Monolith. Wouldn't that be an awesome name? Uh, I'm available Ooh. anytime, Xbox. Just keep just Xbox. Are you hearing this? <laughs> yeah, um, the other game I wanted to shout out as well. Um, oh, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Godfall purely because I think the character design looks amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't you think they're all like kind of like <laughs> spacey but like armored at the same time? They're like Transformers. It like two humans. Or like Warframe or Destiny. Like yeah, it, yeah, I, I had definitely Guardian vibes so from Destiny, I thought. Um, but the one that I'm intrigued yeah. by is uh, Prologue, the new one by Player Unknown or from Player Unknown. <laughs> yeah, um, so is that, we is literally, that 30 we literally know like nothing forest. about it, but it is weird. Yeah. Um, I went to the. I thought my feed cut out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was a bit like that. Um, I went to the, the website though to see what it was all about and it describes it as an exploration yeah. of new technologies and gameplay. Our aim with this game is to give players unique and memorable experiences each and every time they play. 
that's it that's all they say so um yeah i'm i'm kind of curious to see what happens with that that could be cool it was funny when i first saw it though i'm like oh this looks like a sequel to the forest and i was like oh no it's not something else oh this is a sequel to the forest now (laughs) funny how that turned out it could be um the game that um i don't know if you guys read when I think is it Glenn Schofield, the guy who um, yeah. creative directed uh, Dead Space, then went to Sledgehammer. He just left to join PUBG Core. Right. Um, maybe it's his game. Maybe. Yeah. Which is it's like a cool like single player. I don't think it will be, but it could be. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. yeah, it could be. I just don't know the point of like revealing it with so little. <laughs> like it was so quick. It's one of these things, though. Um, like I guess player unknown, like as a brand has so much interest yeah, now that they could literally do anything and people would be all over it. Um, but yeah, weird to not kind of show more about it. It was just kind of putting a name to a project, really. And even then, it doesn't feel like a name. Prologue doesn't sound like a game name. Anyhow, we'll find out in time. And let's not for- let's not forget, uh, and this is not related at all, this is uh, moving on to the real main event of the Game Awards. Oh, no. A new Fast and Furious game. Oh, guys. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I'm not going to lie. Looks, the, 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 star of, the star of Wheelman, Vin Diesel. <laughs> I, was, I was watching this at work, right? And I, I turn around for a bit. Maybe I go and get a cup of coffee or something like that. And I come back and Vin Diesel's just on the screen. I was like, oh, my God. Why? I, I, don't, know how he he w- again? I don't know how he looks worse I don't know how he looks worse than he did in Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Like, and that, that game's like 15 years old. <laughs> do, do, is this a game you're genuinely going to play, Brady? Fast and Furious? No. The last Fast and Furious game was like a free game that was like a, tied to something. I can't, I can't even remember. I think it was a, for, a, a Forza thing? Right. Maybe. Maybe. That sounds very Yeah, and, and, like, and, it was, and it was just like an easy thousand points. So I did play the last one, but I don't think I'll be going very close to this one, no. Mm. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea. Sorry. <laughs> All right, I reckon it's about time for What the Wiki, which is a Starcast game show, where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and we, the contestants, must guess the game. The first to guess two games correctly wins the round and takes home the points. And speaking of points, it was James who won last week uh, and extended his lead out um, to 10 points. Uh, Brody on 8, Steven on 7, myself on 3, and Shannon on 1. Um, and we should discuss this, guys, because this is probably our second to last episode of the year. I want to, th- this will come out Monday, this episode, um, and we'll probably squeeze another one out by the end of the week, but I think that'll be our last episode, because it's into so, Christmas and New Year, so and our break. James, so we need to say James is well, won. He's won. Because if I win, I host. This is true. This is very true. Congratulations, James. Uh, You've done it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> can you ed- edit in some fanfare I can, I can here, add, please? I can like. edit in some fanfare, for sure. Just right about here. <laughs> there we go. Jamie, uh, <laughs> Jamie, if you need to send anything to James, his address is... Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. that. <laughs> I uh, I do want to get a, I do want to get a proper prize for you this year, James. So uh, my my people back will to talk back. to your people, and will properly acknowledge your success. I feel like we we should give him a do we give him a round of applause now, Brady? Is that the appropriate thing to do? <sighs> there we go. There we go. Well done, James. Thanks. So, so, all, so all, nice. all I need Sorry. to do now is change change the rules again, so to give myself a, a hope of winning next year. <laughs> yeah. It should be something where like, we all further the losers have to like give their points to some like divvy their points up. 
or something. Ah. And then there's like a yes. final round or something. I like assume oh, everyone's right. points. Yeah. yeah. We could have a mm. finals round where just like the top three or something go head to head. Let's not do it on the fly. Let's just <laughs> anyway, yeah. let's just let's not try and rob James we'll, of we'll uh, a hard earned victory. <laughs> All right, All right uh, let's James, you were last. Let's play the dead so Take it away. Lap of honor. Go for it. Okay, so <laughs> the game is a single player action adventure game with emphasis on stealth and survival horror features. The player controls somebody from a first person perspective and must explore a game world and complete objectives while avoiding, outsmarting, and defeating enemies. Objectives range from activating computers to collecting certain items or reaching a specific area in the game. The player can run, climb ladders, sneak into vents, crouch behind objects to break the line of sight with enemies, and even peek or lean around to gain view. The player also has the ability to go under tables or inside lockers to hide from enemies. Dude, I'm so tired, I can't even think. Man, um, <laughs> I, I, could yeah, guess the, I could guess the, the series, maybe, but I'm not sure about the particular one. Okay. I don't so know if on. I'm Next paragraph. giving away... T- yeah, yeah, keep going. The protagonist encounters several antagonists over the course of the game. These can be defeated with gunplay or other offensive means. The main antagonist pursues the player throughout the game and cannot be defeated. Instead of following a predetermined path, they have the ability to actively investigate disturbances and hunt the player by sight or sound. Ewan. Yes, Ewan. Is it Dishonored? No, it's not dishonest. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, sorry. Well, what did you say? The uh, did you say it was first person or third person? First, first. Okay, that's what's got me fucked. Um. Well, this is so mm. good. I didn't think you guys. Man. Would, I thought you guys would get this straight away. Oh no, uh, no. I'm not even gonna bother first taking it. First person stealth game. I'm gonna hear some more. Yeah. The game world <laughs> is divided into sections connected by trams and elevators. Some doors require certain actions from entry before allowed. For example, some require a key card or entry codes, while others need to be hacked or can be cut with welding torches. Computer terminals That's and... Brody. Re- oh. Brody, yes. It's alien isolation. It is alien isolation. Yeah. Well done. Oh. I was trying to think Wait, what was in the fucking news back, this week. Go back and read the first sentence again. The game is a single-player action-adventure game with emphasis on stealth and survival horror features. Oh, I miss the yeah, survival horror this section of it, totally. Oh, yeah. yeah well. <sighs> Damn. Wow. Oh, well. <laughs> Man, that was... Yeah, you're right. We probably should have got that, like, way earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you got... Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, that came out on Switch. It's great. It's it better than the PS4 through. version on than Switch. So, wow. My second worth guess, giving it a shot if you haven't already. My second guess was going to be Fire Emblem. all right go on james (laughs) okay um are we ready yeah yeah the game is a survival horror game where the player controls the protagonist from a third person perspective to interact with the environment and enemies the player takes control of another character for the brief portion of the game Mm. to advance Mm. the player explores a city while avoiding outsmarting and defeating Mm. enemies this is like the same as Alien. The, yes. player can, <laughs> the player can interact with the environment in several ways, such as opening doors, pushing objects, or climbing obstacles. And playing with computers. Throughout the cities are weapons, ammunition, and other items which should be collected and put in the player's inventory. Items can be examined, used, or combined with others. During certain mm. situations, the player will be put in a per- perilous situation where they will be prompted to choose between two possible actions or suffer a certain penalty, if not instant death. Oh. These choices affect how the story unfolds and which ending is achieved. Oh, oh no. <laughs> the player can use a variety of firearms to defeat enemies, ranging from pistols to a rocket launcher. 
Aside from enemies, parts of the environment, such as explosive barrels, can be shot at, causing them to explode and damage nearby enemies. The game you also said Survival Horror, didn't you? Yes, yeah. yes. The okay. game also introduces right. the ability for players to dodge attacks or perform a quick turn to evade enemies. Um, I feel like I feel like Brody and I are on the same team here. We're just like, trying to figure out what yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, There's let's no get real this competitive I, elements. I feel like I, I feel like I definitely know the series, but I don't know the game. Brody, yeah, I, there's some... Brody, go. Is Resident Evil Three. It is Resident Evil Three. <laughs> well done. Oof. Very proud. Obviously, the remake was announced properly this week. Was that the first Resident Evil game to have a quick turn? Yes, it is. I know that sounds really weird, but it is. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. no, it cause was the first I, one to be more action-y, which is why it had the quick yeah, turn. Because yeah. I remember when I played 4, I was like, wow, this has got a quick turn. And I, yeah. I hadn't played 3, so... The, yeah, um, cool. the original the Resident Evil 2, did that have multiple characters? Could you play as both characters in that yes. one? Or was that something yes. that was different about the remake? Okay. All right. Yeah. No, no, you could play as two characters in both. Yeah. Like the remake and the original. Yeah. 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 Ooh, there you go. Yeah, well. well done, uh, I just nearly said Stephen again, just like Brody. I did last week. <laughs> well done, Brady. That brings you up to, to nine points. Uh, so you probably earned yourself second place uh, in, in that there. And you can uh, take hey. you can take us out next week uh, as you host What the Wiki. But for now, that brings us to always episode 100. Sorry, no, 202 of the Starcast. Subscribe to us wow. on Podcast One or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au. Join the conversation with hashtag the Starcast and visit the site at press.com.au. We've been joined today by James. Yeah, you can find me on the tweet, the Twitter, <laughs> um, on the at Twitter. James. So what, what are you tweeting? <laughs> what are you um, tweeting about I, at the moment, James? What am I tweeting about at the moment? Um, yeah. oh, Resident Evil 2 was robbed, obviously, and yeah. talking about how much I loved the Hellblade 2 trailer. It gave me shivers. Not much nice. does that these days. It was it was a properly spooky, uncomfortable trailer, wasn't it? The chanting, so good. I'm so excited. So <laughs> bloody good. I don't know I, uh, if like, we need a sequel, but like... I don't care. <laughs> I just jumped over to Twitter, funnily enough, and a reset era thread has started up that's just caps like Resident Evil 2 officially robbed at TGA. <laughs> and Shannon's yeah, tweeting you that. to calm down. <laughs> uh, we've also been joined today and taking home the points in What the Wiki was Brody. Thank you. Uh, you can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. And I'm just... Uh, I don't know when it's going to start, but our top 10 for the year is going to start rolling out very shortly. So keep an eye out for that. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I think we, uh, based on the conversations we've had, we've all had quite it's, different uh, opinions. Yeah, I don't what trust should be all. Awards, yeah. <laughs> I promise, it's all above board. <laughs> Uh, and I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. See you. Bye. Resident Evil 2 was robbed. <laughs>